right, a very good morning to you. It is Wednesday. I'm going to check the date, the 7th of June. Uh, you're very welcome along to OTAM, and it's just gone half past seven. Uh, we've got a full house for you this morning. Shane Hannan is here. Shane. Good morning. Kathleen McNamee is here. Kathleen, how are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. We're all about the mergers today. We're talking about uh, Live Golf and the PGA Tour. I mean, who, who didn't see this coming? What? How could we not have suspected that the money would um, convince the money-grabbing sport in the world to grab the money? I mean, uh, more fool us for not really predicting that ultimately uh, the PGA Tour is getting what it wants, which is loads of money. And all the golfers are going to get more money. What, what first convinced you to fall in love with these Saudi billionaires? <laughs> I do wonder. I, I didn't see it coming, though. I, have to uh, say. I, uh, it, it, I thought it was coming. I just didn't think it was coming quite so soon. I thought it would be a bit more of a protracted process, but it seems like Jay Monaghan just kind of took the reins and decided, no, not doing this anymore, lads. He's a man of action, Jay Monaghan. A, a titan of capitalism. I know I told you all before that I wasn't going to do this, but guess what? Got three of my buddies in a room, <clears> Amanda <throat> Stavely, it sounds the like PIF. They, they played a bit of golf in London and they had some nice meals in Venice. Sure they did. According to details in the financial Times, I can only imagine the quality of the meals that they're having. Oh, can, like food I haven't even heard of. 20, I can't pronounce twenty-two courses. Yeah, hundred percent. And you have to Portland's on a stick. Certain forks, like in Titanic, at that time in the, in the movie. But maybe uh, not all that satisfying as well. Sometimes I find those fancier meals—they're just a bit like. You can't have a burger afterwards. But yeah. That is true. That That's is true. Chips on the way home. Uh, it's disgusting and it's disgraceful and it's humiliating for the players that decided not to take is the it? carrot. Is it? It is, of course Why? it is. Why? Because they are left now with a gaping... They're left now with their own moral authority, no? No, that, that's true, but, but it's still... I, 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 I hear everybody telling me, oh, he's been humiliated. Oh, Rory, he's been humiliated. Look, like, Rory stood up for what he believed in and, like, and I think still has his credibility. He does. Is there's that not... And so, is that not... Is that not there's, better? There's a reason there was anger in that room yesterday after at that meeting at the Canadian Open. And then I, sorry, I, I mean, I, again, I... But there is also the side as well that, like, he's come out and said, like, I've been given reassurances that this isn't going to happen. And, like, that is when you've, like, backed, when you've been the public facing at the time when everyone else in the PGA didn't want to, like, stand up and be the public face of this. He did, and he was like, I've been reassured that it's all fine. I totally agree. It's not humiliating what he did, because he has his credibility, and he has every moral authority in this situation. But I could understand how you'd be standing there being like... This is a bit embarrassing and you know, annoying. You, you know the Tucker Carlson figure in Succession, who is like in every episode whenever they want to make him look like Tucker Carlson, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to leak all this stuff, and I'm going to embarrass you." And Shiv is like, "We don't get embarrassed." Mm-hmm. Like Roy McIlroy should not be embarrassed by doing the right thing here. A lot of people are going to say, "Huh, huh, huh," but like the people who are pointing fingers at Rory, it's. I'm sure he feels let down. I'm sure he feels betrayed. I'm sure he feels like. Somebody just broke up an engagement with him by text message. Now, you know, now he understands how other people might feel in other circumstances. But uh, he did the right thing. He stood up for what he believed in. He did. But he was surrounded by golfers. That was uh, his, his, his original sin here is being surrounded by golfers and the people in golf who are just interested in making as much money as they possibly can. Yeah. It's it's the whole language around this that that just gets me. Like when you when you listen to Jay Monaghan talking about the nine eleven links, fifteen of the nineteen hijackers being Saudi and all the rest, and then you, he turns around and, and and says things like he said yesterday. Like the statement was just remarkable, and I understand that Liv were, were struggling for sponsors and they couldn't get on American television, but the PGA deciding to do this merger is just complete greed and money. 
Like there's nothing else involved here. It, it, it's as black and white. No, uh, to grow the game, Shane. They're going to grow the game. <laughs> the game will be bigger because of this, Shane. I, I, mean, appla- I applaud PAF Governor Yasser Al Rumayan for his vision and collaborative and forward-thinking approach. This is Jay Monaghan yesterday. Well, like. you, sorry, you do have to take your hats off to um, whoever in Saudi Arabia decided ten years ago we're going to take over the world sport, and then they just did it. They were like, okay. I mean, you know, their their plan is working. It's an incredible show of power. Like when you think of the sort of bodies and the money that's going around that they're taking. Like, was it two billion they've spent on the live tour just to get players to come over, and now they're just all going back? And to what the- happens to the money? Like, there must be some. There must have been some. Like, do the players still get this money? Like, was it I don't you know. get like a two hundred million lump sum? I'm or dying to know that. You get I am dying. Yeah, paid out over time. Exactly. You think you think it would be like we're going to give you five hundred million, but it's going to be fifty million every year for ten years. So you suspect that there's a break clause in the contract that if they rejoin the PGA Tour, you'll get a certain amount of that, but it'll be a lesser amount, or maybe maybe those contracts are just they they all get rolled in, and all the golfers who went. And uh, and that's why they are laughing at McElroy. How do they I still think McElroy did the right thing? No, he, def- he definitely oh, no, he did the did. right thing. Like, I don't think there's like any argument about that from this side of the room. Like, <laughs> how do these live players get reintegrated now? These are players that we were told they were never they would never play on the PGA Tour again. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, well. Well, when you look at how brazen they all were yesterday, whenever the news oh. broke, I don't think they're going to have any problems reintegrating themselves. In fact, I fully expect them to be walking around various different courses, laughing at everyone. Jesus, like, just being like that. Thought you weren't going to see me again. Donald Trump on his uh, whatever social media platform he uses in his capital letters now. Great news from Live Golf. A big, beautiful, and glamorous deal for the wonderful world of golf. Congrats to all. So, uh, of course, he has been critical of. Um, the PGA Tour in recent years had his um, championship taken away from him wasn't in 2022 in New yeah, Jersey yeah well he'll get that back now yeah it's, this is the thing like it's Turnberry Youngs they'll probably get the open in the next few years now as yeah, well yeah yeah maybe Doombeg is, is going to get one of those events uh, and it's, it's a lack of communication as well like Mackenzie Hughes tweeting yesterday we found it through Twitter this is a like, joke like, well you can't be telling everybody about a deal that's going on if it's like you, you, you can't blab in fairness I would say that's a, a strength of the organisation their ability to get the stuff done like is it a strength or is it the fact that it was like Monaghan and like two or three other PGA people like when you keep it that close did you tell them an hour or two before like finding out on Twitter isn't great uh, what, what, difference, their, what difference does it make? It affects their jobs and livelihoods. Yeah, they're going to get more money, and they'll all be like, they they are going to get more money. Like, I I I don't know. You can't tell everybody everything. I don't think you can bring like a, a two hundred tour golfers and their entourages and their agents. But I and do their think, I, okay, yeah, you can't bring everyone in on something. But I do think there's a level of respect that you owe players that they at least get a heads up before the general public. I don't think that's uh, too much for someone to expect Maybe. in that situation. If it's a random email that drops and it's an absolute bombshell and you're like, oh my God, that's one thing. But if you're finding out and you're seeing it just like rolling through Sky Sports or CNN or whatever news you're watching, I, I don't think that's fair. I, I think that shows complete disrespect to the players, even more so than they were already showing. Sorry, to say that the sports washing does not work, is anyone that out there with the argument now that the sports washing doesn't work? Like, the, I don't think anybody's making that a case, no, though, are they? But the, 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 fa- the fact that things in Saudi Arabia have actually got worse in the last year or two since, since all this kicked off, since Liv kicked off, they're still chopping people's heads off with swords. Like, 
if anything, things have got worse in Saudi Arabia since all this started. There's an interesting like, comment in here on the YouTube from Keen Rowe, who's listening from Dubai. He says, over this side of the world, there's a palpable feeling they're ramping up their efforts and becoming a superpower. Their wealth is scary. It's just terrifying. Like, the, 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 the figures involved here. Like and we don't actually know the figures involved, but we just know that there are three billion is the figure quoted in the uh, in the FT today. But again, like we, you know, we do need the uh, sixty thousand word. This is what I pay my two euros a month to the Athletic for. Uh, finally, for well, I don't know. I don't know if they've got anybody in the background who can. Um, deliver the inside story of exactly how the deal was done. Don't worry, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to take credit for this deal who will be uh, letting details leach out in the coming days. Big Phil won't be able to shut his mouth. Oh, he's so. delighted. Uh, like Rory McIlroy, obviously, will, will, uh, I think he's due to speak later on today. Podrick Harrington um, had a few interesting comments on Twitter yesterday. Um, so first of all, he was saying, surprised that this merger has happened so quickly, but not surprised it's happened. Definitely the financial interest of both sides. Definitely the financial interest of the players. Even though some of those who gain will feel like they're losing. Good for the cohesion of global golf. Uh, And then the reaction started pouring into what Harrington was saying. And he went slightly further. People will have seen uh, this perhaps this morning. But looking at some of the replies, he said, I'm trying to explain why this has happened. It's hard to overcome the financial business side of life when you're representing a group with many different backgrounds and morals. My own country, he said, sells military technology to Saudi Arabia. So many other compromises. Yes, this is sports washing. And yes, unfortunately, approved sports washing works. But maybe one positive, inclusion and trade is shown to improve and change countries involved for the better. My own country speaking about Ireland, thought it was acceptable to lock up unmarried mothers as late as 1996. Um, which I thought was a strange comparison. I mean, when you're comparing one bad country to one other country's bad moves at a certain time, I think you're you're onto a loser. Are you? Uh, Why? Well, like, yeah. Did no, it not happen? Well, Is it no, not true? Of course, we talk about the mother and baby homes all the time in this country, and rightly, rightly we should. But we don't. We don't talk about it. We... we, we uh, roll it into a ball and, and push it yeah, deep inside Catholic us guilt, yes, of course. And, and nothing yeah. will, it'll never resurface again and we, we betray them by not giving them enough uh, we have not made reparation for the the evil that we did as a, as a society and he's yeah. just going like look this is a compli- complicated situation I I thought it was interesting that he brought it up and I think it shows a level of reflection which I wasn't sure was there well, it's probably something mm. that people had and he points out that it is sports washing and he did also say that he didn't negotiate it I think that like I, you know I, well I just I thought it was kind of interesting because it was probably the most detailed response I saw by anyone in the yeah. golf world who is actually <laughs> still a Ryder Cup captain like still competitive on the seniors tour you know like you could almost see the like rise and dips in his own where he was like I, I can see this side of it I can he also see that side. It, and it was almost like he was speaking as he was thinking through it. I saw loads of people criticizing him for, and similarly, like, oh, you can't bring up it's what about her. It's like, okay, yeah, but all of life is what about her. Like, they're, like, uh, De- describing something as what about her does not suddenly mean that you can't have a conversation about. Obviously, there are massive differences in the global strength that Ireland has versus Saudi Arabia, and obviously, every situation is unique. But I think um, the criticism is coming because it's tough to compare horrible things. Like, you can't power rank horrific things that happen. You know, it, like, and I think that's what the sense that people were getting. American foreign policy has resulted essentially in the situation that we have in the Middle East at the moment. A million people were killed in Iraq on the most flimsy pretenses ever. A million people died in the war in Iraq. And as a result of that, we have the incredible instability that we have 
Iraq has has not recovered and is unlikely to recover for multi generations, and uh, you know, like the whole notion that somehow America is this bastion of uh, we should do business with them, like uh, British security forces operated under a shoot to kill policy on our island. Mm-hmm. We don't care about that when it comes to doing business with UK companies. So like this is this isn't a oh, they're they're our current bogeyman, but actually. You know, in ten years' time, we'll decide they're not the bogeyman, and we'll move on to something else. Like, I, I, I do feel like there's a subtlety and a nuance to what Harrington is saying on Twitter about golf, which is maybe difficult to, um, to. I, I, I don't feel like I can criticise Park Harrington this morning because he's making points about like, look, this is a really complicated situation. The deal was always going to happen because everybody wanted more money, and the more money is coming. Personally, I turned down the money. I'm like, good man, Porrick. Uh, that's that's my takeaway from this. And I, I think that you can absolutely hold a mirror up to ourselves and go, well, how, how great are we? How great are we? Like with this misogynistic society which we've had, which we presided over, which we handed, which we wrestled back, and then we handed straight over to the church in Fianna Fáil for like 80 years, and we're slowly chiseling it away. Like, that's what I think, you know? I know. No, we're, we're great lads here, aren't we? No, we're not it, great lads. It, like, and, and sorry, I should say, I'm not criticising Paul Carrington. I actually, like, his comments are thought provoking. It's just that, yeah, where does the, where does the line stop? You, you can't talk about like British security, British government colluded to blow up my hometown of Monaghan in 1974. Do you know? Like the, the but where where does this stop? Like where do you do you then start talking about the, the open and Irish participation? Like. It, there's such a grey area and, and that's the scary thing about this as well that the line between sport and, and current affairs and news and politics has has narrowed to the point now where it's completely impossible to tell them apart like sports watching has worked and it feels like on this show and on, on, on Off the Wall in the Evenings as well for the last three or four years we, we've been talking about but politics you don't think, really more you, than sport you, you don't think the college football game coming to Ireland is sports watching do you? or is it? like I, it, it's not, but like, is it? Yeah, that's the question. Like, and I don't think anyone thinks that like America are the world police and and, and are the bastions of of is, all that is good. Is the whole thing about sports washing though, and not like when you're trying to make the definition, the difference between like a state deciding that they're going to like buy up some of the most popular sports and the most popular sporting teams to like make themselves seem more palatable on a global scale different to the acts of like individuals within sport I I would say yeah and like that would be for me that would be the difference between like college teams coming over here I think that sorry just to finish I I actually I totally agree with what you're saying I think that like it's been an absolute failure of like western media western policies over the last couple of years that we don't look at the America in the same way that we view like you look at what's happened to people who are fleeing like various different crises across South America which are all propped up by American governments like all that sort of stuff I do think that, that everything that's going on with abortion everything that's going on with rights for women for LGBT people like it's insane what's going on and I think we should be having more conversations about that and we should be having more conversations about like American companies investing in things but also again it's it's individuals and it's companies and to me that's different to like a state investment in and a targeted attempt to make yourself seem better on a global scale. I, I agree with you but I also think and, and Jerry your point as well about holding the mirror up like like Qatar World, the Qatar World Cup we, we talked about it on air from a footballing perspective we engaged perhaps in sports washing as did every other 
news and sports organisation in this country and in many other countries like should we have done that like I can't answer that question do you know but Qatar is a state that have horrific human rights themselves and, and rights for, for women and yet we engaged in talking about the sport so I, I don't know where this ends like and I don't know I don't know what the right answer is and that's the point and that's probably why you're right about Patrick Harrington's bringing this up that there is no there is no right answer or wrong answer um, clearly what's happening in Saudi Arabia is wrong but I, I do understand your point that Patrick Harrington is probably holding up a mirror and just saying well look <laughs> None of us are perfect. I think the point about the individual versus the state is, is well made. I would suggest, though, that like the sports washing started with the Olympics, and you know, obviously, uh, famously, the Nazis in Berlin, and then America versus the uh, USSR in their proxy on the Olympic fields where athletes were doped on both sides and blind eyes were turned and all that anybody wanted was the, the medal race. But I, I think that maybe the um, like uh, I know we're getting we're getting deep in the weeds here, but I, yeah. I you know, the the system of American capitalism is the American identity and so I think it's not a massive leap to say that like uh, a, a company investment or the buying by rich Americans, the plutocrats who control the society essentially and who decides uh, who is fit to stand and who's going to get enough money to be able to run a, an election campaign. Like that's just their, the way they wield their power. The way the Saudi Arabians are wielding their power is they're taking money from the ground in the form of oil and they're hoarding the oil controlling the value of it and then making loads of money and then buying assets with it and and the world it has to decide whether or not it's going to stay uh, fascinated with and wedded to the oil that's coming from the ground because that's giving the power to the people who are buying the football clubs and buying the golf tours and whatever comes next like you know you've got to assume that the entertainment industry um, the drinks industry uh, the travel industry, like, you know, it's just... It, well, it's basically every industry going apart from anything that's based on something green. But the other thing as well, and I think sometimes with especially American clubs and teams, because there's maybe been a bit, a bit more of a backlash to it, especially in recent years, is that it's almost easier on an individual level to get angry about, like, wash a certain team or a certain club stands for or issues with, say, who their owners support, whether it's politically or what, like, religious or political ideals they support, whereas it's harder to go up against an entire state in that way as well if they have control over a team or if they have control over an entire league. I mean, you look at, say, the NFL and the difficulties there's even been there with some of the political stances and with the like the people that they're funding on a scale like but it it still seems slightly easier than going up and against an entire state I, I i know the point you're making and i do agree that it's not a massive leap but in my head there is still an individuality to those two things and maybe that's a case of needing because like sports washing is not a term that's been in our vocabulary for all that long, even though it probably should have been. It's like one of those many terms that we now have to describe phenomena that we think are new but actually aren't at all. So, like, maybe it is just a case of widening that definition. But for yeah, me, I, in my head at the moment, it, it still is a little different. Fair enough. I would say they're on a spectrum. Um, yeah. And, like, again, if we had an hour, we could get into a bit more detail. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.